I know that we're sending out all these uh, influencers to start doing and posting on their own. We're starting to make more TikToks and Reels. Market's telling us that's what they want. So we're figuring out how to make them and, and give them the footage of how to use the product and how the, how the market's showing us how it's being used. So we're trying to you know provide the market what it wants. Hey everyone, this is Nazara Keel from Max Pro. Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Paul. And we're Love and Pebbles. Hi, this is Lopa Vandermersch from Rasa. Oh, you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening to, to the Ecom Show. Welcome to the Ecom Show, presented by Blue Tusker. The number one place to hear the inside scoop from other e-commerce experts, where they share their secrets on how they scaled their business and are now living the dream. Now, here is your host, Andrew Math. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. I'm your host, as usual, Andrew Math, and today I am joined by Chris and Mike of City Bonfires. Chris, Mike, how you guys doing? You ready for a good show? We're doing great. Thanks for looking out. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we're, we're super pumped to be here. Thank you. Beautiful. Super excited to have you guys on the show. Your story, your background, the like how you've gotten from where you were to where you are in such a short amount of time. Like, super excited to go into this. I love starting these things off the traditional way. I'd love to give you guys an opportunity here to just let everyone know a little bit more about yourselves, more about City Bonfires, and we can go from there, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, again, thanks for having us. Michael and I are next door neighbors, and we've been friends for a while. And uh, before COVID and then COVID came and we got to know each other even more, you know, living right across the street and the kids playing, you know, every day with no school and, you know, trying to entertain the kids. Uh, so Michael and I were chatting every day and trying to come up with some stuff to do and produce some income. Both of our jobs were, uh, you know, pre- in our previous careers were impacted by COVID. So we were just sitting around, had, had no nothing to work on. So we started uh, researching products and different things that we could make. And, you know, using our time with our kids, we came up with, with City Bonfires. And it's been a really, really fun ride since then. And uh, we've produced a little over a million bonfires so far. We're in a large warehouse. We were in my garage where we're shooting today. Exactly. But uh, now we've got a, about a, a little under 10,000 square foot warehouse that we're working, um, working from now. Right down the street in Rockville, Maryland. We still make them all here. So, uh, yeah, we've been rocking and rolling. You guys still neighbors? Yeah, we are. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good. Good to hear you didn't split up after that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, hey, you got to get over here. We got ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously launched this. This is a, a pandemic business, but it's probably one of the most successful pandemic businesses I've ever heard of. Thank you. Uh, I know you guys have surpassed. I think it's like twenty five million in sales, and that's obviously in what probably like two two and a half years. Exactly. I would imagine you probably launched what, summer, winter of 2020? Yeah, right there. We, our first sale was August 15th of 2020. So we're two and a half years in. That's ridiculous. There are so many sellers out there that couldn't surpass that amount of money in 10 years. So bravo, well done. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean... So then, of course... It, it was a lot of work, but, you know, luck and, th- you know, things worked out. So, you know, anybody could do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest benefit, at least in my opinion, is obviously that your product line was fantastic for the pandemic because everyone's stuck at home. They're spending a lot of time outside. I did the same thing. As soon as I read about you guys, I actually was one of your customers, bought one a couple of years ago until I was like, all right, I just got to put a giant fire pit in because I was lucky enough to have a yard to do it in. But at the time I was in an apartment, I was like, this thing is great. I love <laughs> this thing. 
Awesome. Perfect. So I obviously I'm imagining because it came from the pandemic, that was a lot of the success from it. But what are like, what do you think was the thing that really helped you guys kind of propel this as it started to come out? Well, I think we were really fortunate, like you said, with the, the pandemic and everybody was forced to be at home. I thought I think the portability of it was was something that really connected with people. And then I think, you know, in hindsight, we can see better than we could at the time. But I think it was because you people were sending an experience to their family member or friends. I think the connectivity of that rather than just being something, an item, it was an item that you knew when you sent it to your your nieces or nephews or your cousins or your grandkids or whoever, whoever it is you knew they were going to go out and have fun and think about the sender in, in a positive light. And so I think uh, that's a little bit of the magic that, that got wrapped up in, in, in our story. And is everything made here in the States? Do you out, do you uh, outsource anything overseas? Not, not at all. Everything's made in the, in the United States and brought to our warehouse in Rockville and we hand make them there with the wax and the briquettes and the can, you know, all the processes are done in Rockville and we do our own shipping. That, that was one of the things we were focusing on because Chris was thinking through like how to start up a dropship business. But the issue was, is even if he came up with the best idea in the world, if it can't get on a boat to America, it didn't matter. So when we were designing this, we were lucky enough to find vendor partners that if we had to, we could get in trucks and drive to. And so because we built that infrastructure that way, it's really given us a lot of flexibility when we need to move fast. We know it's only so many hours to this place, so many hours, and, and we can get in the trucks ourselves and go get it. Which we've done a lot of. <laughs> it's good, I would imagine. Yeah. What's your background? Because a lot of the decisions you guys are making right out of the gate for a new like e-commerce business are very like solid decisions that most sellers would have to learn the hard way for. So like what, what's your background that you guys kind of knew the best ways to approach this stuff? I guess it, I guess, you know, I, I came up my college degrees in hospitality and Chris's career has been through restaurants and, and hospitality. So I think that probably is the, is the key pin. If you're looking for, for one item, we know that the customer is king and we know that their experience matters uh, because not only are they going to use it, but in the world we're selling in, they're going to make comments on Instagram and Facebook, and that's going to help other people kind of connect with the product. So I think maybe it's the, you know, sales is sales and, and we don't really let any hurdles get in our way. That's, that's something that's harder to convey in a single word. Uh, you know, th there's nothing that's going to stop us, but I think the fact that we're hospitality focused uh, may, may be what the answer you're looking for. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that would make a lot of sense. Plus I think, it's been years since I was in the hospitality business, but it was basically like, I would think that you also were really good at knowing like where your vendors are at and if you got to go deal with them. So obviously that still worked out for you in, in your favor for this as well. Right? Yeah. And that's a benefit of being, you know, we're 10 miles outside of Washington, DC, you know, so we're in a, you know, in close to Baltimore, which is a major port and hub, you know, and uh, Philly and, you know, we're, we're in a great area of the country to, you know, have people around us. And uh, within a three to five hour drive, well, so, you know, below yeah. that, but yeah. you know, we could, well, we've rented so many freaking trucks. We could own a 28 foot Penske truck by, by now, probably. but uh, yeah, so we, we, uh, we just, we make uh, the biggest thing is just to make it happen, you know, and not let anything get in your way and think outside the box and, um, and just get it done, you know, and, and renting the truck is like one of the prime examples of not letting anything get in your way. Like just go get a freaking truck and go get it. Yeah. Are you solely selling on your website? Or are you also on multiple different marketplaces? Are you in retail at all? Like what, where, what sales yeah, channels? Are you um, 
obviously we, we have our, our Shopify website. We have a whole a wholesale division that you know sells to uh, different retailers. We're on fair. We were in like a, th- a little over a thousand separate boutiques on the uh, commerce fair. Uh, we have promo a big promo product stance. So um, with PPAI and ASI, where you can do um, you know corporate logos for things we've done Facebook, Netflix, multiple um, multiple Netflix mo- like movie premieres we sent out, especially during COVID, to all the actors you know and you know people you know throughout the movie, and they did a Zoom for the night it came out. Um, Last where- week we were just in San Antonio cool. at the Ace Hardware show, so we uh, we promoted our stuff to all the individual Ace Hardware stores. So we're we're pursuing all the avenues that become available to us. Yeah. So the past two and a half years, we've spent millions and millions on ads, right? I mean, it's you could look it up and um, you yeah. can put it together. So we're using all that money that we've used on, you know, that we spent on the ads and people know who we are, you know, and we'll like go, you know, the ads are, the ads are killer. They're super funny. Thanks to our agency, honest agency, good friends of ours. Yeah. And um, they crush and people love them and they love our ads and we're relatable with guys so uh, people know who we are. So we're parlaying that into these retail stores. And we have these really cool, like 24 pack retail display boxes that have our photos and all, you know, all the info about the bonfire and they, they've been rocking. And that's what we sell on fair. That's we're in all of a uh, tractor supply. We're in a, a number of ACE hardwares. We're in all of the air force exchange um, stores, like 120 of those Wegmans. And, and Wegmans and many, many more stores to come that we're working on today. Beautiful. Are you also on like the online marketplace, like Amazon, Walmart, all that? Yeah, stuff? yeah, Th- those ones, yes. But it's the retail is fun too. We're just we, we've been yeah. fortunate that we had such success on the D to C side that now we're trying to layer in some of the brick and mortar retail side to to capitalize on the, the expenses we spent already in our ads. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have seen us uh, and seen the product, and, and we're hoping to get like an impulse style purchase from them from them walking by and seeing it. In, in a place close to where they live. What do you think attributed to the success from a D to C standpoint, like right in the beginning? Like w- how'd you kind of get that snowball effect going? What were your marketing strategies? What was your kind of go-to approach? Well, again, this goes a little bit of back, back to COVID and everybody's stuck at home and everybody's sitting on their phones. So it, it was a, you know, a perfect storm for, for the ads at that period of time. And it was a, such a cool experience or it is a cool experience to not only gift someone, but to do with your kids. Like, like we said at the beginning, we we're stuck at home with our kids all day long. Like, I don't know how a teacher does this yeah. every day with like 30 <laughs> kids. Right. Um, so we just have three and that will now four, but um, yeah, so we're trying to entertain the kids. So I think other people were doing, you know, the whole country, the whole world was doing the exact same thing is trying to think of stuff to entertain their kids. And for 20 bucks, you know, to, to 40 bucks for the s'mores, whatever, you could have that three days at your house and it's just another activity that's going to take an hour to the day that you have to entertain your kid. And, and the story was relatable. I mean, we weren't the only people whose jobs were impacted, yeah. you know, and, and we, we trudged forward and we yeah. found a way through it. And I think there's a lot of notes of the American dream in that story. And that connected with a broad base of people. And they saw Chris and I, you know, just, just trying to do what we could to, you know, provide for our families. And I think people respected that and that may have gotten them to watch the ad, right? That may be the, the reason they watched the ad. And then they watched that and they were like, Hey, this is a pretty simple item. It's not that expensive. Let me try it. And so I think we're just very fortunate from timing. Uh, Chris and I definitely, you know, if, if you can get paid on effort, 
we'd be we'd be making a lot more money. Oh yeah, how big's the team at this point? Um, well, during the this is the uh, the Christmas season is like the massive. You know, Q four yeah. is incredible. Yeah, we'll have twenty five to thirty five people, like multi- two shifts sometimes if if needed. Like right at the end of you know, like right at Thanksgiving, Black Friday is like prime time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as you know. Um, and right now we're maybe like eight to ten people with the sales people and such. Yeah. Are you solely in the U.S. or have you ventured into other regions at all? Through Fair, we're in multiple other regions. Through just shipping, you know, through our store, we are in Canada, Mexico, and that's it right now. But um, you know, we're, yeah. we're trying. But the sh- so do you shift awesome. your marketing more to Canada around this time of year? No, I mean we, or- we I think we're doing the, the you know the same. We do you know Canada has done really well for us, but um, I don't. To be honest with you, I, I don't know exactly you know where he pushes you know this you know to this and that. But um, that's I'll ask him. That's a good question. <laughs> How are you liking uh, Fair? Fair has really started to make its make its self known in the industry in the past, like I would say like year or so. And I'm starting to hear more and more sellers being a big fan of it. What's your experience been with it? I wish the commission was less, uh, you know, obviously, but I'm sure you know anybody would take that. <laughs> we all do. It's a, it's a big bite. You know, it's a big bite of what, of uh, what you get. I'll say that for sure. I absolutely wish it could be cheaper, but it's where this, you know, people are shopping there, you know, the, the beach shop to the, nail salon that has a little, you know, boutique type thing in the front, you know, any, any of the, so, and then that's honestly where, um, how we got into Ace Hardware was through fair. There was a number, you know, Ace Hardwares are individually owned and, you know, some folks own, you know, two to five, 10, whatever, but they're all individually owned and people bought, you know, Ace Hardwares buy on fair. And then we reached out to a local guy here that, that kept buying in Virginia and he had told us, you know, where, how we needed to proceed with Ace. And, and as Michael said, we were just in San Antonio last week for their big spring convention. And we sold to, you know, hundreds of, of Ace stores. So it, it was a great show for us. It was well received. Beautiful. How are you looking to expand the product line, if at all? I know you've got like the s'mores kit and you kind of have like a gift set kit and an outdoor kit, but like what's what's the the breadth of where you think it's going to go? Um, we've got a lot of different ideas. We've, we came out with these uh, out the citronella candles that, that really rock. You know, we have you know, we have all this wax that we use to make the bonfire. So we could easily become candle makers of, of any sort at this point, even though we never made a candle prior to this yeah. venture. But uh, <laughs> now we've made millions Millions, (laughs) Uh, so the uh the citronella is we have four different scents a eucalyptus citronella citronella on its own a s'more citronella and then a combination of eucalyptus and citronella so um that that's been good we have a a grill what what else you got a mug oh the yeah we have a, a mug you know with our name on it with our logo that's uh a candle that's scented like hot chocolate and my father actually came over and he's now our warehouse manager slash candle scientist. Yeah, mix master. And um, so he's the mix master. Little, <laughs> little marshmallow cubes out of wax that he sprinkles on top of the hot chocolate candle. So as it's burning down, the marshmallow scented wax is also mixing with the hot chocolate wax. So it's the smell is incredible. So we've got that. And we, that's our and that's our dad's a truly indoor candle. Everything else we make is outdoor yeah. only, but that that one is the yeah. first venture into indoor candles. Yeah, uh, we have a grill, like a collapsible grill, we're working on. 
Uh, well, that, no, sorry, that's out. That that's on the website. We've had it up for a few months now. That was that was uh, you know when Texas lost their power. Uh, that that's what mm-hmm. inspired that. We saw a lot of people were using different things to melt snow to to make the water to be able to boil noodles. And so you know what's great about the Instagram, Facebook part of the business is that you get instant feedback. And so we, Chris and I were talking about it, and we were like, you know, this is something that the market wants. So how do we create it? And so we we started. We bought some stainless steel and started cutting it, and and Chris's father and I were messing with it, and and, and we came up with it, and it, it's been a pretty good seller. And it, it we thought of it for emergencies, but it's also really good for camping, and it breaks down into like an index card size, so it's really small and compact. Wow! Like you know, we keep learning from people. People put it in like the glove compartment of their car, you know, just just in case an emergency arises. So the 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 uses are far beyond what we originally envisioned. Yeah, so we're working on a few things. Were you two inventors before this? I don't really think so. No. I mean, we were bi- we were businessmen, right? So we had like a little bit of that entrepreneurial yeah. uh, to us as far as how, how we operated in our fields. But I, I, I've never created anything prior to this. Not that anything, I've never created anything that anything, anybody would want to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So obviously you've mentioned a couple of times, like you, you're very heavy on the ad side. That's definitely how you're kind of acquiring your customers. What else are you doing outside of that? Have you ventured into like a strong approach in social or influencer marketing or SEO or retention? Like what, what's your approach been outside of the ads? Yeah, we've, um, we've reached out to a bunch. We just, we signed up for a new, um, the, the, that partners with the influencers, you can choose them a lot. This, this is uh, something that my wife and the, the agency does. So I'm, I might screw, screw a little bit of this up. But, um, it's all right. We uh, were part, I know that we're sending out, you know, like hundreds of same, you know, things, all these uh, influencers to start doing and posting on their own. Um, we're starting to make more TikToks and reels, which, you know, that's a little bit below our age, right? So we're, we're trying to learn, you know, learn, uh, Learn how to, yeah. to flow with that, but it, that's been fun. We made a really good one last night. We uh, we now like script them out, you know. So so uh, we're, we're taking it seriously. So we're, we're trying to do that. Um, we're big, you know. I know we use Clavio for the for the emails. Um, what else? Uh, and we're learning from the market, like Chris is saying, you know, with the the TikToks and and the reels and that kind of stuff. You know, the, the market's telling us that's what they want, so we're figuring out how to make them and and give them the footage of how to use. The product and how the how the market's showing us how it's being used. So we're trying to you know provide the market what it wants. Nice. How hot do they actually get comparative to? Actually, I don't know. I don't even know what to compare it to because I don't. Do you have have you develop have you started to develop competition now? Or are you getting a ton of knockoffs and having to deal with that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're happening. I, yeah. You know, there's nothing you can do to stop people from doing that. But our our name and brand yeah. recognition is what we're going to have to ride on. And so, you know, yeah. and you guys got so big so fast that yeah, and we're, I'm sure you're owning it. And we're trying to, and we're trying like, like we we're going to ACE, you know, I mean, trying to get it in front of people. I mean, that's the only way you can combat certain things. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of flattering when people, uh, you know, mimic you, right. That's, that's the, the highest form of flattery as frustrating as it is from time to time, but I don't know that they can do everything we're doing. It's not a challenge, but, um, <laughs> Yeah. You know, we, we've been pretty lucky in the promotional product market <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, don't tell. But they last like, is it three to five hours it is, right? Correct. Yeah, but you can, you can extinguish the flame at any time. So the, the total burn time is three to five hours. 
but you could use it for 15 minutes. Like last night, we were making s'mores with our kids for a TikTok video. And uh, we had it lit for 20 minutes. And we made our s'mores. We filmed our video. We uh, slid the lid over. And it, you know, you could use, we could use it again today for the videos we're making today. So it's, um, it's not just one-time use. You, know, you could use it as many times as you'd like. Yeah. What's the end game? Is your thought... You're going to hand it down to your kids one day. Are you thinking you're going to, the goal is to eventually get acquired. Have you even thought through that far ahead yet? I think we're, I think we're open to what the, what comes. I mean, so we're willing to have any conversation that comes. I mean, it's, it's paying for our lives for, you know, this is going to be the third, fourth year. I mean, so that's great. We're continuing to grow. So while we have the quote unquote off season, right, where things are, you know, not as, as hectic as they are during the, the Q3 and four, um, this is when we're developing a lot of things and, and a lot of the stuff we developed last spring, summer, then helped us, you know, crush even harder during Q3 and four. And we're doing the same thing this year. This year, we're layering in a lot more retail and spending a lot more time learning about that side of the business. As far as what the future holds, I don't know that uh, any of us would have thought we'd be here at this point. So uh, again, we're open to all discussions, but might as well stay on the train as long as it lasts. Yeah. What is it that's, it's always an interesting question because it's something I usually try to do towards the end of our show anyway, is like, what is the motivation for you guys? Like everyone's kind of got their own thing. I feel like every time I ask this question, I get a different answer. And obviously there's two of you. So I'm imagining I'm going to get a different answer from both of you. But like, what's the thing that like you wake up and that's what gets you excited to keep growing this? Um, Just my family, you know, and providing and being a good dad and husband and son and brother, you know. Um, just being the best that I can be, no, nothing particular, just supporting my family and what it can provide for them. I mean, this opportunity is, you know, when we, when we talk to the kids and they can see that if you work hard and you, you develop something that, you know, there's different paths in America, you know, you don't necessarily have to follow the, the normal path to get there. And I mean, what an opportunity for them to, to be in these videos a little bit and, you know, kind of see how it works. Who knows how that'll broaden their horizons. Yeah. Beautiful. Chris, Mike, really appreciate having you guys on the show. Um, I'd obviously like to give you guys the opportunity. Feel free to let everyone know where they can find out more about you. And of course, City Bonfires. Yeah. Our website is citybonfires.com. Mike and I's emails is Chris and Mike, Michael at citybonfires.com. If you want to email us, we're on uh, every social at City Bonfires. And um, yeah, that's I think that's our that's our spiel. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much for being on the show, guys. Obviously, everyone that tuned in, thank you as well. Per usual, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff on whichever platform you want, or head over to ecomshow.com to check out all of our other episodes. But as usual, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to the Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker, a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of The Ecom Show.